Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Submission is a key element in the smooth functioning of any business, any government or family. And God ordains submission in certain relationships to prevent chaos. It's essential to understand that submission is not the same thing as surrender, withdrawal, or apathy. And it does not mean inferiority because God created all people in His image and all have equal value. So submission is a mutual commitment and cooperation. Thus, God calls for submission among equals. He did not make the man superior. He made a way for the man and the woman to work together. Jesus Christ, although equal with God the Father, he submitted himself to carry out the plan of salvation. Likewise, although equal to man under God, the wife should submit to her husband for the sake of their marriage and family. Submission between equals is submission by choice, not force. So we serve God in these relationships by willing submission to others in our church and to our spouses and to our government leaders. So as we begin verse 3 of chapter 11 of 1 Corinthians today, and we start working our way verse by verse, let's bear these things in mind to try to wrap our minds around this rather controversial issue. Verse 3 says, But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ and the head of every woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonors his head. But every woman praying or prophesying with her head uncovered, dishonors her head. For it is the one and the same thing as if she were shaved. Defense of personal position. Moreover, specifically in this situation, womankind tends to quickly overshadow the message of this section, which states that the head of the woman is a man, quote-unquote. While this point is critical to our understanding of this passage, we cannot, for the sake of the text, ignore the rest of the verse, which also says the head of every man is Christ. The head of every man is Christ. We tend to forget that part. Christ himself is our example on this subject. As we mentioned in our opening, he willingly accepted his place under the authority of God. Philippians 2 tells us that he not only accepted it, but that he actually placed himself willingly in that realm. Again, we must know that subjection herein does not mean inferiority. Everyone's place in the grand scheme of things is critical. But gang, without authority, there is no order. And without order, there is naturally nothing left, of course, but chaos. And that same equality, unity of purpose and of will, should exist between a man and his wife as that which exists between the father and the Son. Just as Jesus and God the Father have different roles in God's plan of salvation, so men and women are given different roles. Now any marriage that has not made peace with this teaching, I promise you, you will be in a constant state of upheaval. Furthermore, a woman who cannot allow the authority of her husband will ultimately, every time, not accept God's authority over her either. Because a woman in that situation Well, she's looking for love without authority from man or deity. A man who will not step up to this God-ordained position is looking for love without responsibility to a woman or to God. And both, well, both will undoubtedly deal with God the same way 
as they deal with their spouse. Now, to suppose that Paul meant mantle or veil herein, or any such thing, when he speaks of heads uncovered, is to absolutely import into this text what is just simply not there. We have seen that he was speaking of hair in 1 Corinthians 11.14, and we accepted interpretive practices there to tell us what exactly he was speaking of, and we need to do so here also. Quote, not completely covered, in quote, would likely refer to the disgraceful conduct of the Corinthian women. They, they were cropping their hair after the manner of the notorious Corinthian prostitutes there uh, in Corinth, which, if they did it, if they did that, that was exactly the same kind of disgrace as if they had literally shaved their heads. It is very clear that Paul is not speaking of any kind of garment here because he says in 1 Corinthians 11.15, for her hair is given to her for covering, quote-unquote. In that passage... Paul does not mention any kind of garment. The original Greek bears this out, and even there, he states that the woman's hair took the place of it. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.